Episode 6, How to Get Started in Peer-to-Peer Lending. Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Halton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. So I've been looking forward to this episode for a while and I've been promising an episode on investing for the last few episodes. So I'm really excited to, to crack into this one. Where we'll start with is what the heck is peer-to-peer lending? Peer-to-peer lending was one of these things that kind of came about largely due to, to the recession. Basically, it got to a situation where if you were a business, banks just weren't giving up money anymore. Or if they were, there was a whole lot of hurdles to get that money and, and they would be charging a high interest rate. And as we know, investors, so suddenly they were getting no money for their term deposits that they were leaving in the bank. Peer-to-peer lending came along to basically become the middleman and cut out the bank. If you're a business and you're in need of a loan, instead of going to the bank, you go to one of these peer-to-peer websites or one of these peer-to-peer companies and uh, apply through there. And typically what you need to do to, or at least the, you know, the hurdles you need to go to get the loans are significantly less than what you would at the bank. And as an investor, well, instead of putting your money in a bank and getting next to zero in, uh, in interest, all of a sudden you get what would be termed pretty good interest rates sort of you know, between 10 and 15% a year, um, which is pretty good. It's a lot higher than the one, one and one and a half percent that the bank is going to be giving you. So yes, there are risks and I'm going to be talking about those as well. But that's basically effectively what it is. A peer-to-peer lending website is a website that cuts out the middleman. Uh, now, the particular website that I'm going to be referring to that I'd recommend that you start with is called Mintos. It's uh, M-I-N-T-O-S dot com. And they are probably the biggest or the market leaders in terms of the peer-to-peer space in Europe anyway. And they themselves don't actually issue the loans. They've connected with third-party loan suppliers and you're effectively you're, you're giving the money to the loan company and then they're distributing the loan out accordingly to the individuals. So that's kind of how it works. I mean, they're very much a, a technical overview and, and you don't have to know too much about that at this stage. And saying that, it's probably worthwhile saying I'm not a financial advisor and anything that I do say on this front, I expect you to go and do your own research as well. So don't just take what I say uh, as gospel. Yes, I am fairly heavily invested in peer-to-peer lending. Um, just under half of my portfolio is in peer-to-peer lending. I am comfortable with the risks, but you need to be as well, right? So make sure that you do your own research. There's plenty of websites out there that talk about peer-to-peer lending. So please do treat this uh, podcast as another step in your learning on peer-to-peer lending before deciding if it's something that that you are going to do. In saying that, my recommendation is to start small anyway. Mintos takes as little as 10 euros to get started. You know, invest what you can afford to lose, play with it, see if you like it or not. And if you do, add more. And if you get comfortable, then add more. That would be my my basic advice on it. So if you do start uh, doing research, which I expect you will, then do note that peer-to-peer lending in Europe is quite different to -to peer-to-peer lending in the United States. So if you do come across YouTube videos talking about peer-to-peer lending in the US, they will talk about how the interest rates are great at the start and the returns are great at the start, but over time uh, there's too many defaults and that uh, interest rate gets a lot lower. In Europe, a lot of the peer-to-peer lending websites and the ones that I would recommend uh, to use anyway, all have something called buyback guarantee. And that is where most of the time your capital, or at least the majority of your capital, has a guarantee either the peer-to-peer lending company or the loan originator so that no matter what happens your uh, capital is guaranteed. 
I should say with a grain of salt that if the peer-to-peer lending uh, website were to, you know, company were to go bust, or if it turned out that the peer-to-peer lending uh, website was a scam, or you know, if there was just major defaults and there was a major uh, financial crisis again, that yeah, we can't guarantee that, right? But there is no guarantees in this world. As an investor, we have to get used to taking on some level of risk and just get comfortable with that. And there's a couple of ways that I kind of manage that risk. So the first is that I diversify, right? So I'm not just putting all my eggs in one basket. Uh, I typically, you know, in the peer-to-peer space, I use about eight or 10 different uh, peer-to-peer websites and I divide my portfolio up according to how comfortable I am and the levels of risk. For example, Mintos would be where the majority of my money is from peer-to-peer lending. And then I distribute it to others according to how comfortable I am putting money into those platforms. The second way, and I touched on this in the last episode, I'm not borrowing money to invest. Any money that I actually invest is, I guess you could say, extra money that I'm putting in. And yes, we are living it tough at the moment in terms of our own personal circumstance because we are putting so much money into investments. But at the same time, if we were to lose all that money from investments, then our life wouldn't dramatically change, right? It would probably be a bit sad for a day or two, but life would go on. It wouldn't be a case where I would be paying back that money for years to come. And this is something, yeah, which again, I, I mentioned I touched on it, is in many ways, I see investing as just buying something. So if you're buying the share market, you're buying shares. If you're buying peer-to-peer lending, you're buying loans. If you're buying forestry, you're buying trees and so on. So look at it as when you're investing that you're actually buying something and you're not expecting to get that money back. What you are expecting to get is the income from that investment. And the reason that peer-to-peer lending is a good uh, asset choice for me is because you get interest paid monthly. So from the moment that you buy those first loans, within 30 days, you're going to start seeing some money. Now, at the moment, most of the time, I compound that interest back into the platform itself, but I have started drawing down a monthly wage from my investment portfolio now, and that does make a big difference. I typically draw down about 200 euros a month, and I kind of mentioned this in episode two, I believe. As that portfolio grows and more money comes down, then I'll be able to expand on how much I draw down and eventually start working less as a result of that money coming in. So that's fundamentally the principles or the idea of the whole thing. So yeah, if you're looking to get into peer-to-peer lending and you're interested, then go out and check out mintos.com. That would be the place to start. I will post a link in the show notes for this episode and it will have a referral link. I believe we both get an extra 1% or something like that. So it's worth you, if, you, if I refer you, it's, it's an incentive for both of us to get something a little bit extra from the platform. It's just something that uh, the platformers do in terms of helping referring a friend. Uh, so if that can help you get started and, and give a small kickback to me, then that's, uh, then that's really appreciated from my side. What I recommend that you do is go and watch a few YouTube videos on Mintos. So I will also post one in the show notes about a guy called Marco Schultz. Yeah, he's a German guy. He's very into the technicals about how, how this stuff works. Uh, he talks about how to use the buyback function. He talks about how much he invests in loans. And like in the case of Mintos, their minimum per loan is 10 euro. So we recommend that the amount that you invest per loan is 10 euro. Like in the case of Mintos, I think I have about 12,000 in there, uh, maybe a little bit more. So I would have 1,200 loans of 10 euros alone. So if one of those loans turned bad, well, it's 10 euros, right? Not the end of the world. And as I mentioned, because of the buyback guarantee, I don't actually lose the 10 euros. I just lose the interest uh, that that loan brings in. That interest is about 10 cents per 10 euro loan doesn't seem a lot, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit as well. What I typically target as a return in peer-to-peer lending is at least 12% per annum. And if you are hitting 12%, 
then yeah, there's 12 months of the year, so you're typically getting back 1% per month. Now there are some platforms that you'll get higher than that, where you can get as much as 18%, even 20%, but if you're starting out, just focus on 12% minimum. Uh, there's always this incentive, and I, I found it early on as well, to try and get these higher returns all the time. But the more I invest, the more I learn that just stick with that 12% rule, because you're typically managing risk when you're at that 12% level. 12% is 1% a month. So let's just make it easy. If you had 100,000 at 1% a month, then that is 1,000 euros per month. If you had 200,000, that's 200,000. If you had a million, that's 10,000 a month. Right? So you can quickly see how that big portfolio results in giving you an income that is completely passive. And that's ultimately the, I guess, the, the dream, I guess, or the long-term goal of, of anybody looking for financial independence. Now, in the next episode, I'm going to be looking into this and looking into how long it would take one to be financially independent, saving 3000 a month. So I'm looking forward to presenting that information. But at the same time, trying to be financially independent, it's a little bit like trying to launch a rocket to the stars, right? And there's this old saying, shoot for the stars and you might get to the moon. Regardless of if the goal is to be fully financially independent or not, having an additional income and having you know, a capital reserve is still a pretty nice thing, right? Like regardless of the circumstance. So yeah, even me and my wife at the moment, like I've said, we're, we're struggling all the time. We've got a couple of weddings coming up, which have just been crippling for us in terms of trying to work out how to actually fund this. And you know, my wife came to me the other day, she goes, geez, are we, are we broke? And I said, well, no, I mean, our investment portfolio just hit 60 grand for the first time, right? So in terms of our investments, it's at a record high, yet we're still feeling the pinch a little bit. But again, we just need to keep telling ourselves just to keep going and trust our own instincts on this. And I think in many ways, because the Irish economy is improving so much, everywhere you look now, you're seeing more money being spent than it ever has in the last 10 years, or at least since I moved here in 2011. It's, it's a complete contrast. And so in many ways, you're kind of feeling like there's a party happening and you're not invited. But at the same time, I'm well aware that good times don't last forever. And when those good times do stop, that we're still going to have this capital put away and this passive income coming in, regardless of, this, of, the, uh, of the external situation. That's kind of our drive for it. And, you know, that's the hope that I have that you will also kind of get to in the conclusion that you might come to from all of this. And why peer-to-peer -peer lending is quite a good option, because it does bring that monthly passive income coming through. Now, there are risks. We don't really know the impact what would happen if we had something like a 2008 global financial crisis again. I don't want to speculate too much, but I think that in many ways that that was possibly a once-in-a-lifetime recession. Any further recessions that we do have hopefully won't have a bigger impact on that. I mean, when 2008 happened, it was comparable to the Great Depression of the 1930s. In many ways, we're hoping it's a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing. But even if it isn't, we have no control over it. We can only focus on what we can control. From my point of view, I can't control the external factors. I can only control what I invest in and you know, actual making the investments. And I was playing cards with a guy the other day, we were talking about the S&P 500, and he just said, oh no, I wouldn't bother with that, it's overvalued. And I kind of turned to him and said, well, how do you know it's overvalued, right? Like, yeah, some people say it's overvalued, some people say it's undervalued. How do we know? We don't. But we can control the fact that we just keep buying it. Like I just keep buying it once a month, I buy 500 euros a month of the S&P 500. And frankly, I don't care if it's up or down, I'm just going to keep buying it, because I'm a big believer in, uh, in Euro cost averaging. Euro cost averaging is basically when if you keep buying something, you know, it could be anything, right? Like even petrol. You know, some, some weeks you complain about the cost of petrol because you might buy it at a high price. The next week you might buy it at a lower price. And if you take the average price, then that's actually what you're ultimately interested in when it comes to buying a commodity. So in the case of the share market, it's exactly the same principle. If I just keep buying it each and every month, regardless of if it's up or down, at some point I'm going to have a nice average price. The whole portfolio will effectively compound up together because you've got this thing at a nice average price. 
Look, no, that's not the best explanation, but by all means, do some research into the euro cost averaging or dollar cost averaging, as it's called in the States, uh, if you want to get a little bit more about that. But back on today's topic on peer-to-peer lending, the point I'm trying to make is you've got no control. So just do what you can control. Just keep buying the thing, right? Just keep putting money in and just keep buying the thing, getting those monthly returns and whatever else happens, it's outside of your control anyway. And you can manage that when you need to, depending on the situation. And yeah, the other nice thing about peer-to-peer lending is it has many of the sites, including Mintos, have this function called auto-invest, which basically allows you to set it up when you first register. And when you first do register, by the way, you will have to present proof of address, proof of passport, you know, those normal things. But you can basically set up auto-invest and once that's done, your portfolio will just keep investing for you. You can basically sit back and relax. I mean, I check mine about once a month, check how much money it's made, check that the settings are still okay. And then, yeah, maybe it takes five or 10 minutes and then I'm done. That's basically the process. And even if you start adding more money, maybe you just set up a regular monthly payment, that'll just add to the auto invest and you don't have to do anything. So that's really, really nice from that point of view. So what are some of the risks? So there are some risks in peer-to-peer lending. The first thing is that at the moment, it's not regulated. There's no actual central bank regulating it. And you've probably seen many a time when you hear radio ads or on TV, um, there might be an investment or even insurance product that'll say something like regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. And that's basically where that company has to submit audited accounts. They, the Central Bank of Ireland can come in at any time and make sure that they're doing everything to best practices. Peer-to-peer lending space, at least at the moment, there isn't that extra layer of regulation. And there are a couple of dodgy peer-to-peer lending websites that I've seen that I wouldn't actually recommend you invest in. Mintos isn't one of them. I'm fairly confident with Mintos because they have such a good reputation. Uh, they're growing, they're profitable. You see them sponsoring peer-to-peer lending conferences and things like that. And they're actively pushing regulation as well. So a lot of the peer websites are wanting to be regulated and they're one of the driving forces behind that. So from that regard, I would say that they are a safe investment from the research that I've done. But it is a risk and it is something to be aware of. And there are a lot of investment scams out there. So if something sounds too good to be true, it most likely is. By all means, do your own homework, as I mentioned earlier. But it's a good place to start. And I would just recommend signing up, registering, validating your details. You will see that you can pay by bank transfer. You basically set up the payee through your internet banking. You've got to put a specific reference code so that they can match your investor account to the transaction they get. When that transaction comes through from their side, your account is credited. If you have auto-invest set up, then within an hour or two, the loans will be purchased and you can just sit back and relax. That's, That's really as simple as that. If this is your first time investing, then go out and give it a go. Start with 10 euros, start with 50 euros, start with something that is nice and low so that you can just try it and make a, make a goal to just keep adding to that each and every month. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me. I actually have a new email address just for the podcast, which is great, which is michael at playingwithfire.ie. So if you have any questions, please do reach out. I'm more than happy to answer uh, whatever I can. And uh, yeah, I will catch you on the next episode. Keep going out there and making it work. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Have you started investing in peer-to-peer lending yet? Peer-to-peer lending is a great asset class that gives you regular monthly cash flow. Come along to a free webinar where I explain how you can get started in peer-to-peer lending, as well as sharing the peer-to-peer lending platforms that I use. Visit www.firepodcast.ie and click on the events tab for more information. The link will also appear in the show notes.